everybody, and welcome to this month's installment of the Multiversity Manga Club. I'm your host, Emily, and I am joined, as always, by my two stalwart co-hosts, Walter and Zach. What is going on? Not a lot. It's, uh, it's almost the end of spooky time. Yeah. yeah it's it's a, to, as we're recording this, tomorrow is the spooky day. Is, is Halloween, yes. By the time it'll come out, it'll be past. Yeah. It'll and be we'll into be November. Look, we'll be looking forward to the next one. Yeah. Um, I was going to ask if you guys were enjoying the spooky month and doing appropriately spooky things, but... Well, I started <laughs> replaying Bloodborne, so that's pretty that's pretty, uh, pretty appropriate. Yeah. Um, I've been uh, playing a lot of Pokemon Go, and there's a lot of spookiness <laughs> going on in there right now. Oh, yeah, like seasonal do, type stuff. Yeah. Oh, do they have, like, a lot of the ghost Pokemon out? Uh-huh, yeah, a lot, a lot of ghost bonuses. There's, like, a special thing going on to catch a Spiritomb. Oh, dang. Oh, okay. Um, what a... What... I never caught a Spiritomb in Gen 4. You had to do all sorts of, It was a pain. Like... You had to do the underground. Yeah, there, there's, like, a... I think a lot of extra steps you had to do. This is also a pain, so so they're they're keeping with it. They're keeping yeah, they're keeping with it. Are they um are they up to like Gen four now? Is that as far as they yeah, are? Gen four just came out. A day. Yeah, that was recent. Yeah. Also started watching Castlevania. Oh yeah, it's oh, I good. Need to watch that, you know, yeah, I... we... it's it's surprisingly good i would say like it's not maybe like the best thing in the world but like it's it's really entertaining and um yeah just pretty high quality all around yeah i i had the opportunity to interview one of the executive producers or producers or i think for castlevania at oh. new york but i i didn't do it because i'm a shy boy and i still haven't watched the show mr um, big interview man okay. <laughs> no, right well i mean i guess if you haven't watched the show that's a yeah i mean i could have i could have definitely watched it beforehand um yeah but oh i definitely i definitely last couple times i went to new york comic con i definitely did a couple interviews that i had like no knowledge about it. <laughs> <laughs> i think oh, i played it off all right yeah like uh, I don't think I could have. <laughs> I, I remember I interviewed. It was a dual interview with uh, Brian Wood and Becky Cloonan uh, after it was announced that they were going to be doing the Conan the Barbarian comic. <laughs> and at that point, I had not read any of Brian Wood's work. I had not read any of Becky Cloonan's, and I had not read anything about Conan. So, well. And you can go yeah. back and watch it, and I mean, maybe now, if, now that you know these behind-the-scenes secrets, you'd know. But I think I think I did it all right. Is it still on YouTube? Yeah. Or yeah. On Multiversity. Yeah, oh, interesting. Not... Okay. Now, of course, Clunan's one of my favorites. Brian Wood. Uh, well, we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> I uh, forget what happened with him, but I'm sure you told me at some point. But that's a whole other thing. Topic for a different podcast. Yeah. Well, speaking of the spooky month, uh, our book choice this week, or, yeah, week, this month was um, the first two volumes of Tokyo Ghoul by Sui Ishida. And, um, I mean, I think I think they fit the spooky Halloween theme pretty well. Not, um, not full-blown horror, but... 
Uh, I mean, I think there are some scenes you could parse as horror if you just kind of isolated them. There's some imagery. Yeah, yeah, maybe if you isolated certain aspects. Like, I wouldn't say it's the main. Well, it's not. It's more. It's more horror than probably anything. I think um, it's probably as close to horror as we've gotten outside of. I mean, Junjito was pure horror, and then right. Berserk has a lot of horror trappings and imagery but i wouldn't really yeah it's more i don't know like, it's hard to uh, say fa- it's more like fantasy very dark medieval fantasy. fantasy yeah dark medieval fantasy yeah whereas this is yeah i don't know this is kind of hard to peg yeah because first first of all the main character is actually a college student which is pretty <laughs> for, i mean for the stuff that we read in particular yeah no he's a, he's an old geezer I know he's like he's like five years from retiring as as far as like shonen and actually this is a seinen series but um you know as far as what we've what we usually read is concerned um yeah he's he's close to you know being able to order from like the senior menu at Denny's. So it looks like he's like twelve. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't know how much it really matters because he looks. Young. Some of the other characters look more like their age, I think, but he just kind of has a baby face. But yeah, main character Ken Kaneki lives in this world of uh, monsters called ghouls that eat people. But these ghouls happen to most of the time look like normal people. I don't know if this is, I don't know if this is something they do or if they just normally look like people and they have like hidden ghoul body parts. I think it's the latter. Yeah, we're, we're, we're still kind of <laughs> early in the series um, that there's still a lot we don't quite know about. Um, yeah. And I think that's that's a good thing because I think that while there have certainly been, like, you know, scenes with exposition and, like, explaining, oh, this is what ghoul society is like and such and such, I think that for what it is... Um, it's nowhere near as front-loaded as a lot of other things I've Yeah, it's surprisingly like, reserved in, like, kind of world-building stuff, which I think, uh, I think, like, I just, I, like, with some of the jump starts and stuff we've had, I've felt like I've seen a lot of, like, just word dump. Yeah, of, like, just, this is the... Here is everything I have thought about for this setting. Yeah, and I, I don't know if maybe that's part of just how those are published and they have to... They, they want to make a good pitch and get as much information out as they can. Maybe Ishida had more wiggle room, but yeah, it's nice that he didn't like put world building before kind of slowly establishing the characters. Cause I think that is a better way to introduce the ideas that he uses. I definitely agree. Um, characters are, I, I, I'm, I've sp- spoken at length about this probably on the podcast as well as you know gab about it on social media but i'm you know for me at least characters always come first um especially with fiction that borders on like you know that's in the very speculative like whether fantasy yeah sci-fi borderline. or there there's like you know a big emphasis on like world building and all that and yes it's important but i don't care about it quite as much as it seems a lot of people do. Um, so I, I did like that there was more, this is clearly more character focused. Um, 
the world yeah. building is of course important, but not like being kind of forced as like, oh, this whole plot just exists to showcase to... this world that yeah this ultimate Tokyo. Right. right, right, but it's not at the expensive world building either, because like just over the course of these two uh, volumes that we read, um, there is a lot of world building, and it's really it's pretty interesting the the things that get introduced, the like small little bits, yeah, little pieces that add up to kind of are really fleshed out. Yeah, kind of that. Yeah, the, the kind of like outward growing of like, yeah. in the first two volumes, we mainly only learn a bit about like the 20th Ward. Right. But then kind of as we got into the second one, there's we're learning a tiny bit more about, well, what are the other wards like? Um, yeah. Oh, the 20th Ward is relatively peaceful and so on and so yeah. forth. So it's kind of more, it, there's a natural, whoops, uh, there's a natural kind of uh, expansion. Progression. progression yeah. 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 I feel like you got to, start small with these kinds of things especially if you plan on having a pretty long series now i know this series is actually over i believe at least the first tokyo ghoul is over and then there's tokyo ghoul re and i believe that is actually also finished too but um so i mean it adds up to a pretty to a pretty long series overall i mean i think it's about 30 volumes um combined between those two so it's kind of nice that you yeah like you don't get this kind of just overwhelming just like exposition dump it's it's um you know first you start with ken then you meet the people in anteku and uh you just kind of go from there and as you meet different characters you kind of learn about different aspects of the the world right um like the mask guy meeting him his name his name is uta um you know you learn about how the ghouls kind of operate Outside of just when they're pretending to be human, I guess. And you meet you meet a couple of sympathetic ghouls, <laughs> mm-hmm. but I'm not really sure. I guess I'm a little on the fence about like some of the stuff they do. <laughs> uh, I'm not saying it's like a problem with the narrative. I just don't know if I really like it personally. You mean like as as far as like. <laughs> food solutions and things like that is yeah that i mean i i don't love that they collect and eat bodies of suicide victims it's i guess it's the most humane thing you could do but i mean it's still kind of like desecrating corpses you know and kind of stealing yeah. bodies from areas uh, where i don't know like yeah yeah i mean but, i guess that's like the core question about this series though it's all about like these weird morality plays and like relativity right. but, of of morality yeah but see i feel like the way that it was presented the scene where you find out how the good ghouls eat i feel like it was kind of presented in a way that you were just supposed to be like oh okay this is good this is like definitely just good and i'm like yeah unless and maybe i'm maybe i read it wrong i mean i, I, no, I think definitely... you're right i think that's right yeah um and i think they do that in a few places too you know you get the the kind of juxtaposition of the the nicer ghouls and the like really ruthless um, ghoul hunting agents, the doves they call them. Yeah, um, yeah. Who are like clearly supposed to be evil. Yeah. Right. Well, the one guy is the um, guy with like the bulging eye. He's definitely like the bad cop, yeah. and then the other guy's like I guess quote unquote good cop. Um, 
I mean, it's not the worst thing in the world. I just, I didn't feel like the way it was presented, it was supposed to make you wonder if that was okay. Mm-hmm. And I feel like something like that, you should at least, <laughs> I don't know. Question you know, that yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Well, yeah. I guess, yeah. My, I, I originally thought maybe they were just going to be drinking blood or something, like, like. <laughs> but those would be vampires. That, that's vampires, yeah, because they need to actually eat the body. So, yeah, I mean, I don't. I mean, I guess I'm kind of glad it wasn't some kind of like cop out thing where they ate animals or something, kind of like how Twilight. Gotta be <laughs> did humans, it. Yeah. right? But and you I, know, it's it is very like Twilight. It kind of though. It kind of is, yeah. Well, it's it's a you know, the whole what trying to pass in society and um, the whole like not knowing what it's like to truly be human, you know that that those are very strong themes in a lot of like vampire related stuff in general. Yeah, um, the kind of jealousy of the living and such that we see. Um, it's just that the fact that rather than just drinking blood, but no, they have to eat human flesh makes the whole uh, dynamic a bit more extreme. Right. It it kind of like vampires times three or something. <laughs> yeah. Plus they all it's get like special powers. Plus, yeah. Plus like zombies. Plus like. Yeah. 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 But they can drink coffee. Which is. The in- coffee bit is interesting. Yeah. And I liked that that was something that like clued off, uh, uh, tipped off um, like the investigators. Like, I guess they were looking for people that would go out to restaurants and only seem to order like they would order a lot of coffee or they would eat and wouldn't look like they were enjoying food and stuff like that. And, and Ken having to actually learn to eat the food was kind of, I thought kind of cool. I think my favorite parts of it were him trying to kind of struggling with <clears throat> um, becoming a ghoul, which I know is kind of just a part of these stories, but I thought it was done in a pretty original way. Like I didn't, for some reason, I thought, like, the food thing was going to be, like, oh, uh, you know, the other ghouls are adding something to it or doing something to make it more palatable. But really, they're just chewing really fast and swallowing it. <laughs> and he just has to, I don't know, I just, the, the tedium of having to do that, I kind of felt for him there. It's like having to, like, drink really awful medicine. And yeah. Yeah. All right, gotta get it down. Gotta get it down. That's that's actually exactly what it was like, like I when think. You, like when you have to drink a bunch of barium sulfate before a cat scan. Let's not get into that. We have <laughs> we, we both got we both got cat scans in the relatively recent uh, past. So it's really gross, by the way. And they'll give you these like big, huge. Uh, I don't know how much was in there, but just like just thinking about it makes me want to gag. But like the one I got, and the most insulting thing was like it's this white kind of powdery, gross liquid, chalky. and it called chalky. Yeah, it it said. Um, vanilla milkshake on it like it was gonna <laughs> taste good like you could get different flavors i was like fuck you <laughs> uh, anyway so yeah. it's, it's basically exactly like that yeah because i guess the ghouls can't same thing i wonder why coffee um they don't really give i mean they don't have to tell me why but i am kind of curious like i guess it's because coffee doesn't really give you any nutrition yeah that that's might... what we kind of that, that's what well, we respect itself or yeah that's... yeah and it, it also i mean like i wonder if it's maybe like an after the fact thing because the coffee shop setting is just kind of a really nice oh yeah home base so maybe it, you know it was a matter of convenience 
Yeah. Um, but that's one of the things I liked the most, I think, about this was yeah that setting. Yeah, I liked that they kind of had a home base for the good ones, I guess. Um, and I guess you kind of have to have that. I mean, but even so, there are still um, ghouls that don't seem that seem to commiserate with those Anteku ghouls, but they also hunt, which I'm guessing that we're supposed to think it's okay because they only kill like the bad investigator people. Even them, I'm a little iffy on it. It's fine. I mean, I've read stories like this, but I just feel like in this context where you're following somebody that has to start adhering to like a completely different way of life. It, those kinds of things stand out to me more and make me think like, okay, would I be able to really accept this? Like, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, it is interesting too, that like, you know, we are clearly given this like very, very point of view character who is like supposed to be, that for us because like you know all the other ghouls have been ghouls forever like this is just their life yeah it's that's an interesting thing whereas it like it seems like you know as compared to like vampires or or zombies or things like that that are created these are like a species yeah that's what i was thinking too i was wondering if the ghouls were made or if they were born and it sounds and and clearly they were they're born because we see like a kid ghoul and her mom uh in the second volume but at um, the same time, there's probably some crossover and like there'll be something about like what were the first schools? How did they come to be? Right. There must have been right. some kind of like patient zero or something like that. Yeah. I, again, with like, you know, the vampire comparison that like, you know, comes up a lot in various yeah. vampire type fiction about like what caused the vampires? Dracula. Like in the, I don't know. the other, uh, similar manga um seraph of the end you know that's like a huge oh your plot. favorite yeah my favorite oh, yeah. that i don't read anymore <laughs> um, you know that, that's like you know a major plot point in it. And, and and another you know that, that does like you, you do feel like there's this sort of okay we have to at some point talk about why are there ghouls right and i'm sure they do get into that and and, and you know I'm not saying that we have to in the sense that like I as a reader need that. That just seems like, you know, a standard, like, you know, the standard kind of course of these kinds of stories. Yeah. I think if your story starts going that way and you don't really tackle that, it would seem kind of, I don't know, ill-advised. You kind of get a uh, interesting angle with Ken being half human, half ghoul. Obviously like a lot of these kinds of narratives you know, the whole like, oh, you're exposed to this new world that always existed and you just never knew about it. That That's fairly common. Um, right. You see that in Harry Potter. You see that in other oh, yeah. vampire type stories and such. I think that Tokyo Ghoul has like a kind of interesting approach to it with uh, how Ken is. He's like simultaneously he's from one world, part of this new one, and yet like kind of fits in. Neither. I mean, he pretty much directly states that at one point, you know, it's a pretty blatant acknowledgement of the theme about how this, you know, despite being, you know, half human, half ghoul, he's really, he feels like neither. He doesn't fit in with either. Yeah. Um, It's an interesting approach to it. It, It's slightly different from the standard, like. Like just trying to 
like slow acclim like you know acclimation. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. um, I hate that my my best example for this is Twilight, but it's always like you know that story is just about how Bella pretty much just wants to become a vampire, and she doesn't seem to think too hard about why giving up humanity might be bad. It just seems like a. It seems like they just pay like lip service to it, but like this, it really is. I mean, because he didn't fully transform. Number one, he just had his had his um some of his organs replaced with uh, those of the ghoul that attacked him in the beginning. Rize, I believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think of it kind of similar to Tomie. Yeah. Yeah, like Ooh, in, interesting. I, yeah. you know, I, I was I was reading it and I was like, this is reminding me of something, and it <laughs> just now hit me. Huh? Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so apparently, I mean, physiologically, we seem to be the same. It's just that if you have ghoul organs, you're ghoulish. You just. That'll I wonder if the op- will the opposite happen? Like if you get a kidney transplant and you're a ghoul from a human, will you be able to eat? real food <laughs> i don't know uh probably thought experiments that that um you know don't matter <laughs> how did you guys feel about the art i mostly liked it i think yeah it was it was a little hard to follow yeah that, did, you, did you all feel that that's, that is exactly that's exactly how we felt yeah i thought the action even for stuff that was relatively simple I thought I couldn't sometimes figure out what was happening. I did like most of the character art, though. I thought it kind of right. had a nice, soft kind of art style. Um, or I thought, yeah, I thought I thought the art was kind of like, um, like the way characters were drawn. It looked, yeah, like there was kind of a soft kind of um, feeling to it. But yeah, action scenes, except for maybe one at the beginning, I had an embarrassing amount of time, uh, uh, amount of trouble following. Yeah, I, I, to draw a comparison, you know, we've mentioned this a few times with uh, My Hero Academia. That's like, I like the art. It's just sometimes hard to, like, tell, okay, what what exactly is going on here? A- Emily mentioned, you know, having, like, a couple months where she had to take a while to <laughs> be like, what's going on here? For me, for me that was... I was I had to like reread like a few pages a couple times um, in the scene where there's like the attack the fir- the first time we see one of the ghouls wearing the mask uh, Toka when she attacks the investigators during broad daylight or at least I think it was supposed to be daylight uh, either that or I don't know they were coming out of a restaurant or something I think it might have been it probably was still laying out yeah and. There was like during that fight, there the guy with the large eye—I forget his name now. Mato, but what was his last name? I think. Yeah, he he showed up in the fight, and he like I guess he threw something. I wasn't sure. He, what he had threw. a long weapon. But like the, I was so confused by the sequence of events that at first I thought it was like, oh, he's the ghoul. Like, they're... yeah, I thought he had some kind of so. First time he showed up, I thought he was a ghoul. I thought he was like working with them because he had some kind of fast weapon. Right. That, and, was, um, and I yeah. thought he was the person like under the mask. It, maybe I, maybe that was just like <laughs> poor reading on my part. Um, but I just had to like kind of relook at those couple pages a few times to kind of figure out, wait, what? What happened here? And I 
still not 100% sure that I got it, but yeah, it's, it looks good. And I think at like, yeah, I, I just don't think the act, the action is a bit sloppy. Yeah. Yeah. Especially that chapter. I think, I think like for the most part, I could kind of just follow like for the other fights, like with Nishio. I could sort of just where people ended up, I could sort of figure out, okay, he kicked him or, you know, he punched him over here or something like that. But yeah, when I couldn't tell what the weapon was or where it had come from in the fight with uh, Mato and Toka, I was like, yeah, this is a little, and then I'm to... not following. <laughs> yeah. That's really my main complaint with the art though. I would say. Yeah. The, I don't really uh, otherwise that's my it. only complaint with the art. Yeah. Because I think otherwise, you know, um, excuse me, there, there's a fair bit of you know talking, of course, but I think that that's handled well. You know, having people talking back and forth can be very dull if you just kind of alternate between different panels of different people's heads. But there's you know, yeah, there's some variation. But there, there was yeah, there there was a good amount of variation of paneling viewpoints angles and such that it kept that interesting and you didn't like feel very aware of like oh i'm just reading people talking you know right um that was done well the character expressions are good uh really the only complaint i have about the art is the action yeah and mainly that it's just not clear (laughs) which might be a problem later uh, I mean, I didn't read past the second volume, but I mean... Yeah, I don't know much about how how much of an emphasis there is on action in this. I don't um, I don't know. It, it kind of seems like it may be a lot because I, I thought it was something interesting that they were highlighting as the different types yeah, of yeah. Yeah. Like you that, That's the, what I started to get point. that vibe to. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, the like speedy ones, yeah. the more like well-rounded. So I had yeah. to look up what that word meant, kagune. Like they use this word to refer to something about the ghouls and it's like a special, I guess like appendage or organ they have. <laughs> um, that I guess like some of them can have different ones and I'm not really sure how they all manifest, but like that's what that's referring to. And so that's like another indicator that like, okay, well, some of them, you just basically have different powers. So I would think, I mean, it's not it's not really structured like a shonen battle manga or anything. I mean, no, there aren't really not. any clear already like, you know, like this guy's this arc boss or something like that. But I imagine there are probably a couple big fights. Maybe it gets better later. Uh, but yeah, I mean, so far, I wasn't super blown away by the fights. Maybe I would have been if I could figure out what was going on. <laughs> yeah. But it's cool. I mean, they're just kind of establishing stuff. They're establishing that that one guy, that motto guy on the investigating team is dangerous. That Toka kind of... man. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he killed that little girl's mom. That was not very nice. Um, you know, that Toka likes to go out there and fight these guys, and Nishio just likes to beat people up on his turf. So, I mean... Yeah, I mean, I think you're right, Zach. I think that probably it is going to be a, at least a, somewhat of a big deal for term, later arcs. In terms yeah. of just action. Yeah, in terms yeah. of action, I mean, probably ghouls will be fighting other ghouls more often. 
Yeah, it's it's a lot. The series is a lot longer than I realized. Like after I didn't, I mean, I didn't realize that Tokyo Ghoul Re is actually like longer yeah. than the the first. Yeah, half, I think it's two part. volumes longer. Mm-hmm. At least it is over though. Like he was able to finish it within a for manga a reasonable amount of time. Where <laughs> I mean, like more than what we're used to with typical shonen series. Um, this is actually mm-hmm. a seinen. I didn't know that. I thought it was classified as shonen, but it, I guess it is pretty bloody. <laughs> and also, they're college students. Yeah, it's sometimes feels you know maybe this is from like an outsider's perspective that uh, that the line gets hard to tell sometimes because yeah, I, I mean think... there was a preview chapter even in uh, huh weekly shonen that's... jump a couple years ago. That's I think why I thought that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, JoJo was considered shojo uh, shojo. <laughs> It's basically Part, shoujo. Parts, <laughs> it has a lot of pretty guys in it. Yeah, um, it was in shonen. Uh, it was in shonen magazines for a long time. And then I think in starting in part seven, it finally went to seinen. And honestly, it probably should have gone there by like the end of part two. Um, do we have any like final words on Tokyo Ghoul? Did we like it more than we thought? I I did. I think I didn't love it, but I think that I appreciated. it more than I thought I was going to. There was, there's some stuff, I guess, like morally, I kind of wonder about <laughs> in in the series that I, I guess for something like focusing on someone who's kind of being assimilated into ghoul society, I kind of wish they would focus on a little more, but But we are whatever. only two volumes. Yeah, we are so. only two volumes and I mean, maybe it gets more nuanced, but just with how they've introduced some stuff, I guess I'm a little worried about how they <laughs> treat treat these some of these themes. Uh, but overall, it was a pretty pretty fun, pretty easy read. What about you guys? I think that about there's uh, my thoughts for the most part. I, I I enjoyed it. I didn't love it. Probably won't continue with it. But it's I, like maybe if, maybe if I saw it was like on sale. You know what I might do is I might watch the show. <laughs> it might be easier. You know, that is like the go-to answer, I think, <laughs> for like manga that I like but are way too long <laughs> yeah. to, to read. Yeah, I think – I don't know how yeah. far it's covered. I mean, I might watch like the first – whatever they've covered of Tokyo Ghoul. Um, I think there's actually a series out right now. But um, just because also the action, they might have had to, you know, they probably consulted the author and said, um, Ishida, okay, what is this supposed to look like exactly so we can draw it for our anime? Yeah, maybe. I mean, it's not on like, it's not a priority, but maybe I'll check that out because I have a Funimation. Oh, gosh, I don't actually even know if it's Funimation. I'm assuming. Um, It's somewhere. It's got to be somewhere streaming. Um, Maybe. Yeah, I guess, um, you know, kind of relevant to that, the the Funimation Crunchyroll partnership is ending. That's oh, like a really? big bummer. Yeah, I did yeah, see that. So a lot of the stuff that's like shared across, I think, are going to be uh, removed. Right. Except for like My Hero Academia. I know Crunchyroll is still keeping that one. Um, I don't know. Okay. Like what I didn't know was like if what I thought was like Crunchyroll was just losing some of its dubs. I didn't know it was losing like a lot, some of its licenses. That's what it sounded like anyway. I'm not sure. I think so, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Well, what about you, Zach? I yeah, I would I would like to read some more um 
but I don't know. There's so much. Yeah. Here. It's, yeah. <laughs> I really am. I really am interested. Yeah, I so, think it's. Um, yeah. I, in in a perfect world, I would keep. I, I think that's. Yeah. A, I think that's a good assessment of it. That, <laughs> like, if I if I had the time that I did when I was like in high school or college, I would probably. Oh yeah. Read all of it, but these days probably not. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's like kind of our answer for a lot of them. We just we just answered it in different ways. We're basically saying the same thing. That might be true, unless it's something we're really clicking with. And for some of us, for some series, we we have like Naruto for Zach and. Uh, <laughs> and speaking of for our oh yeah for next month's uh, manga club, we are going to be returning to Urasawa. Um, oh yeah, the man. Our, our boy that we started off with, um, very first. No, it wasn't. One. It wasn't Pokemon second. Adventures. Third. Was our first. That's I think right. it was second. I think Monster was second. Anyway. I think that's yeah. right. That's all I, I remember. Ignore me being wrong again. Because <laughs> I think Walter said like again that, that Monster was our first. And I said, nope. <laughs> anyway. So, point being, we're going to uh, do Pluto. And we're going to try to tackle all of it. It's only eight volumes, which by manga standards, not that long. Especially for like a story focused one. Right. Absolutely. By, you know, Urasawa for, for, uh, for manga. I mean, that's pretty, yeah, it's pretty concise and short, really. Yeah. So we're trying to cover all that. It's got one of our favorite topics, sad robots. Oh, yeah. Well, you don't have to speak for me. That's one of, <laughs> I don't know if it's one of your favorite topics, but it's one of mine. <laughs> I love sad robots. Okay. Thought so, but... Um, so we'll be talking about that. Take a brief break now. Uh, let you hear some lovely commercials from our friends on the Multiversity Podcast Network. And then we'll be back to talk about October in Weekly Shonen Jump. Hello, podcast listeners. We're the hosts of the DC3Cast. I'm Zach. I'm Vince. And I'm Brian. Each week, we discuss most of the new releases from DC Comics, focusing mainly on Rebirth, Wildstorm, and Young Animal. We also look at the news of the week, discuss the film and television adaptations of DC material, and dig into industry rumors. We've also had a number of DC creators on our show, like Scott Snyder, Jim Lee, Christopher Priest, Steve Orlando, and Joshua Williamson. So, if you like Borat jokes, no bad to end Dio impressions, this is bad, what the f***? And an in-depth look at DC each week, join us every Wednesday morning at multiversitycomics.com, Apple Podcasts, or your podcatcher of choice. Come get Jurgens with us all right and we are back to talk about uh october in shonen jump and very first thing on the docket is this new comic by kazuki takahashi the guy who uh created Yu-Gi-Oh, appropriately called the comic and i think i'm just gonna say right now that we all loved this yeah we talked this was about a big it a surprise uh, it's only been three issues so far, but um, it's yeah. a mini series. I'm pretty sure, right? So it's not going to be super long. But I don't still. know. If, I don't know if we know if they've said specifically how long it's going to be. I don't know. Probably like maybe ten. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, because it's it's interesting. Like, yeah, it was built as a mini series, and it very much feels almost kind of like a prestige series you know right it feels yeah very like there there is a tight narrative that is being 
yeah told um you know like i think it you can feel the difference between this and like you know we we've talked before about how there are often these like one shots or occasional like two parters where it feels like oh you know the the author's like opening up this big world just to tell like a single story but they're like hinting at all these other things that could happen uh, this definitely has focus to it um which is kind of uh refreshing compared to you know some of some of the other stuff uh in the magazine yeah and we don't really see a lot of just straight up mini series that are supposed to just be a short story basically right one of the last ones was um when i started getting the magazine was um all you need is kill mm. which was the adaptation of the light novel of the same name which was the source for that tom cruise movie edge of tomorrow right um, I that was <laughs> that was a mini series so yeah here at least maybe more are published in japan itself um but from what we get in the weekly shonen jump magazine there aren't a lot instead you see like series that start and then are clearly canceled early yeah whereas this guy i think has enough clout to be like hey i'm doing this i want to do my mini series it's gonna be x chapters and, and it's gonna it. be lit and I had it no idea because Walter read this before I did and said, okay, the comic is surprisingly awesome. Don't look up anything about it before you read it. I was like, okay, weird. All right. Uh, and yeah, I mean, the premise is just, I think really, uh, interesting. It's it, kind it's of, um, so good. yeah. Yeah. What do you, what do you think, Zach? Well, I reviewed the first chapter for the site because it just so yeah. happened to like fall on my review week, and man, yeah. I I like haven't had that much to say about a single manga chapter in like years. I think really, I mean, yeah, yeah. Like, there's just so much going on here, both in terms of like art and design, <clears throat> and mm-hmm. and just yeah, the story itself. Um. I don't know. Where where do you guys want to start? Where, I mean, where do we... I guess we should say a little bit about what it's about. Yeah, yeah so it's a... Uh, it's basically a murder mystery um, about a uh, mangaka named Ryota Sakamaki who is kind of like an up-and-coming guy. And he starts... He, um, he's writing a new shoujo manga and he has a new background artist who happens to actually be an inmate at a prison. Which is something that actually happens. Apparently it's something that actually happens, which I'm kind of don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's Yeah, it's nice. you know, rehabilitative. Yeah, rehabilitative. I mean, and they get paid, I'm assuming, probably not a lot. But I mean, it's cool that they get to use their talents still while in, in prison. But uh, I, I don't know much about Japan's political landscape. But anyway, uh, <laughs> he, uh, he has a... So he has this um, inmate uh, illustrator named Katsuo Baba, who is who is putting, how would you put it, like hints into the background illustrations, and the hints relate to the crime he was um, <clears throat> convicted of that sent him to prison, and they hint to him being innocent. And, and he's somebody new. else. Yes, and that. someone else committed the crime he went to prison for. And the reason he has to do these illustrations and kind of convey the hints this way is because he's mute. He can't talk. So I feel like yeah. this is coming at like such a 
timely uh, to point like both so for like one emily you've been on such a huge uh hannibal lecter kick lately <laughs> well yeah i did read all of the uh the main i read the first three books he wrote that involved the character hannibal lecter i did not read the last one which was supposedly really bad but yeah no i mean the murder mystery thing yeah so, so there's that uh, and then also this this like first chapter came out just a few weeks i think after the the big prison strike right oh yeah news um yeah not not long after that yeah so just really weirdly timely i think yeah yeah and walter and i both really like ace attorney which is if if we haven't mentioned if we haven't mentioned (laughs) on the show yet we are which i'm pretty sure we have but just in case we love the Ace Attorney series. And especially the latest chapter, there was a couple introductory panels that, uh, well, I don't know how far we want to get ahead of ourselves, but they portray a sequence that could have literally been like the storyboard for a, like the beginning of an Ace Attorney case where they like show you basically who did what and right. the, how the murder was carried out. Yeah. They, they, <laughs> a lot of the Ace Attorney cases begin with like a sort of like the moment of, right after the yeah. crime happened or whatever. And they usually not always, but they, or they often give away right from the start. Okay. Who actually did this? And you know, the game's, are not always like so much about who did it, but how, and how can you prove that? And so with this latest chapter at the time that we record, the third chapter, that's kind of the case here. We know, like, it's pretty much all but outright stated. Like, we we know who the murderer is. But oh my God, worst mystery ever. Yeah, exactly. You know, and I'm sure there are some people who unironically would see that and be like, oh, well, you know, this isn't, you know, that's too obvious or whatever, but, but the, now we're like getting towards more of the, you know, why what we feel is the, yeah, the why, the how. Yeah. And, you know, in some ways that kind of reminds me um, also of like the later chapters or uh, kind of the last like bit of, um, wow, what, oh man. I'm just blanking. Uh, Death Note. Which series? Oh, Death, Death Note. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, kind of, yeah. Yeah, where, like, you, you have these two opposing sides who are, like, both mysterious, but, like, you know who they are, and it's just kind right. of, like, this game where they're playing each other a little bit. Right. Um, and yeah. that's kind of what this feels like. <clears throat> yeah, and he had to establish that pretty, pretty quickly in three chapters, because at first I was like, well... The main, the, the bad guy might not be the other manga creator, but it probably is because now there's only like five characters in the whole manga and it's like, well, it's gotta be one of these people and I don't think it's his editor. So, or <laughs> that his, would be the twist. Or yeah. his, his manager and they basically show the murder like in this chapter, in this latest chapter. So I'm like, okay, well, it's this, it's this uh, Pegasus looking guy. Wait, Pegasus, right? Yeah, Pegasus. He, yeah, the, the, um, there's a... There's another character who's a uh, manga creator called uh, Seiya Himikawa, who is a really popular mangaka in this story. And uh, he's kind of shown as a rival to this this new up-and-comer, um, Ryota. Well, not even so much a rival as, like... Well, know, yeah, not really a rival, but on, just, like... Like, on a different level. On a different level. I mean, he's, like, he's basically, like... I don't know. I, I, can't, think of an, I can't think of a small <laughs> creator, but... It's, yeah. like, it's like what we're seeing now with, like... 
Nicki Minaj and Cardi B's beef. <laughs> okay, where, I don't you know, think Car- it's Cardi B what Cardi B's like getting up there now. Yeah, and now Nicki is is uh, on the defense, looking a little foolish, I guess. Pretty yeah. much, pretty much exactly like that. Um, perfect one to one comparison. Yeah, I mean, I won't hear any arguments otherwise. It's a pretty cool, like tightly uh, written little mystery so far. And I mean, like, yeah, I don't really care that I know who the culprit is. I. I mean, what are you going to do unless you make, like, a 100-chapter-long mystery manga? Like, right? yeah, like, it's fine. <laughs> as long as you don't just, like, tell me basically what happened. I mean, you know, at least, if you have, like, at least, you know, like, if we know one, if we know the answer to one mystery, but we don't know, like, two or three others, that's fine. And that's kind of basically how this story is. Um, and, I, and I love the clip that it moves at. It's got a really, yeah. the, the pacing's really solid yeah um, it, it moves like at a at a good rate um keeps keeps you interested yeah um yeah very very tightly uh plotted i think yeah um and this is gonna sound kind of weird but i think not so much uh himikawa the pegasus uh <laughs> but um the the main character and baba both have these eyes that kind of remind me of like I want to say they remind me of like comic strip comics, like from America. Yes, like I, I think I like said in my review that in some ways. Yeah, they, me the of, eyes like, look like uh, the guy from Blondie Dagwood. That's what I thought Dagwood. they. That's what I thought they looked like. I said, "Who's yes, that guy yeah. who's married to Blondie?" Um, yeah, because uh, I'm not super familiar with what like Yu-Gi-Oh looks like, I guess. Um, and I know, I guess other manga could do the newer Yu-Gi-Oh stuff. Is that right? Yeah. Like Zaxel and yeah. Mark V or whatever. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, I kind of like it. it it's kind of quaint. Yeah. You can see that he like has kind of taken on a slightly different style for this one. Yeah. Um, because if you look at like um, the like pages of the shoujo manga within the manga, yeah. um, that looks a bit more like what we would think of when we think of like, oh, if I told you, oh, it's the guy who uh, did Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, Jana, did we already mention that actually? Have we ever mentioned? Yeah, I said this guy's the guy who did Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, yeah I, you did. Okay. I think we yeah. yeah. Um, so like if I told you, oh, this is a comic by the same guy who did Yu-Gi-Oh, you'd think of something more like that. Like most of their hair is actually... No, no. More normal looking than most Yu-Gi-Oh characters' hair is. It's weird looking. <laughs> not Pegasus's hair, not Himikawa's hair, but but basically like the main character's hair and his his assistant but, uh, have at least like kind of just normal anime hair and not like crazy <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh uh, times infinity ridiculous hair. Um, the the closest thing is like the the transformation right that's oh, that's yeah. what i was thinking of in particular that, and like yeah it, yeah, yeah just the stylization like uh com- changes for that and yeah it's got like a bit more definition to it um the the majority of the comic um has like a bit kind of more of a sparser style mm-hmm. than um say what i've what I've seen of his work on Yu-Gi-Oh, you know, I'm, I haven't read it myself. Yeah. But like I said, it, it's... It's more heavily detailed in Yu-Gi-Oh, I would say. 
well, yeah, yeah. Um, oh. Yeah. And th- this is more kind of stylized, not in the sense of like the Scott, Scott McCloud, when he uses the term stylization to kind yeah. of refer to like a stripping down of the elements to get to the more expressive. Yeah, it's very expressive. Yeah, like I said, I think it's just kind of quaint in a good way. Yeah, I, I love it. it yeah. It's, you know, I read the first chapter and I was like, wow, this is better than I thought. And three chapters in, I I, I think it's fantastic. Yeah, like, and, and I didn't even... Did, did we get a... I think we got a teaser for it, but didn't really tell you what it was about. It just said new... Yeah. New manga, new short... Uh, the word miniseries by uh kazuki takahashi um and i'm like oh okay yeah i'll read that i like the Yu-Gi-Oh anime like somewhat ironically yeah i, I figured i was <laughs> going to be reading this and i'd be like ah oh, this is stupid but it's fun yeah but no i i would 100 unironically think it's fantastic it's darn good yeah yeah when's the last time we got something new from weekly shonen jump that we were just like yeah, for sure. Without reservation. Yeah, I almost wish you would write another series, like like a like a Detective Conan like mystery series or right. something. Now, I, I, I was. Oh my sure. god, I would be totally down for that. Yeah, and I, I was joking before the show about that. Like, man, maybe I need to actually read Yukio. Maybe it's actually good. Maybe we'll come back to that for a future manga club. Well, you know, Zach the Shonen Boy is up for the That's next true. pick, so we'll, we'll see. We, we should Anything definitely read happen. it. And then we should play Yu-Gi-Oh! live and on the show and just... This will become a Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast. <laughs> I'm sure there's plenty out there. Um, yeah, I don't know. You guys need to read this if you haven't. Yeah, um, absolutely. If, you, if you've already got this subscription and maybe you're like... Wait, did you skip this yeah, one? Yeah, maybe you skipped it because you're like, eh, the guy from Yu-Gi-Oh! I'm not interested in this. Believe us, you've got to. It, it's... <laughs> This is a 30-year-old woman telling you to read this, all right? So, um, I know this is for, like, 13-year-olds. fine. That's how good it is, guys. It's very good. Yeah. I, this is the most glowing recommendation we've given. <laughs> on, given on. <laughs> I really think it is. Yeah, I was, like, kind of... I mean, you know, there's not really there's not really much to say about it in, like, a... You know, like, it's not really, like, about anything. It's just a no. fun... It's just a fun story, and... and nothing wrong with that yeah just really well crafted yeah um gosh i I feel like i had something else to say about it but i don't remember i think we kind of covered why it's good without getting too well i guess i kind of spoiled some stuff but whatever it's three chapters and it's super obvious yeah (laughs) um yeah it's just good well we also had some uh developments this month in Dr. Stone getting... Yeah, we haven't talked about this one in a while. We haven't talked about it for a while. But we're like at the climax of pretty much what everything has been building up to. There's a little bit of a dramatic twist um, with Sukasa Hyoga. Hyoga. Oh, there's another... Yeah. Um, Hyoga was uh, uh, one of Suka- in Sukasa's army. He's like one of his lieutenants. Yeah, um, kind of like the some of the brawn there. Being the secret, true, final big bad right. of the arc. As as the at the time that we record this, we're leaving off on the kind of cliffhanger of now, uh, an injured Sukasa and <clears throat> Senku are going to stand up against him, and 
I've said this before, and this is kind of becoming a running joke, but I also, I feel like we are heading towards what could be a natural end for the series. Mm-hmm. I've, I've said this for a few series. I've been wrong multiple times. I'll acknowledge that. But I do feel like if, you know, this, we have this fight, they win. I feel it's a good spot to leave off. If it continues, that's great. Yeah. But I feel like it would be a good place to end things, you know, with a little bit like a, oh, and then they revive everybody or something like that. But I feel like right now the story doesn't have um, a lot of the plot threads. Like it does. Like it's got the main, the main hook of. We need to revive everybody. Yeah. That's still there. That still hasn't been like fully addressed. But beyond that, um, with everybody kind of with the, tr- the, the tribe united, the fight against Sukasa, like as of right now, the main thing that we have on a smaller scale is beat this bad guy, basically. Yeah. It hasn't really there followed a- kind of a typical shonen arc. Right. Um, format. Uh, and I, I get what you're saying about feeling like it It's it might be ending, but I don't think I would have thought that if you hadn't mentioned it. I, I'm, and I'm, I was, I'm the doomsayer. I, see, I don't think <laughs> so. Everything's always ending. I don't, I mean, like, I don't think this is an unpopular, I mean, I'm guessing it would have, like, been canceled already if, well, actually, how many how many uh, chapters did Robot Laser Beam go? Like, 40, 50, something? Yeah, I forgot. I think it got at least 50, yeah. I want to say. I think Dr. Stone is still going pretty strong, as far as I can tell. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, it, it's not, I'm just at this point where, like, I don't think it, I don't think it could, I don't think it doesn't have stuff it could do. Sure, sure. And I don't I, think it, I, I could also see, okay, maybe he does want to end it now. You right. know what I mean? I, I, I'm not thinking, like, oh, yeah, like, what else are they going to do? I mean, right. I just think that, uh, I'm not actually really sure where it's going to go. I don't really like predicting yeah. anymore on this show. So um... it it is worth saying that it's being um, adapted in English now into um, collected editions, mm. right? And that's usually a pretty good sign that a series is doing well, right? Um, like um, Promise Neverland is too. This will probably get an anime soon too. But I think the problem with that is like the art in this manga is like. So gorgeous, distinct, honestly. So distinctive, and this beautiful. If it's picked up by like Toei, by to- oh god, Toei would be the worst. I mean, Toei like, maybe would bones. just completely lose bones or madhouse. That makes this could like do look it. pretty unique. Basically, yeah, I think it would just make the art look probably kind of bad most of the time. I did. I did like in this latest chapter. I I, I got. I smiled a bit with like. At first, it seems like Senku. I mean, of course, it's like, oh, it seems like he's finally lost, but of course he's got a trick up his sleeve. You know, it's always, yeah. that, that always has to happen, but this is one of the times that I like felt like, okay, I like the that with, with the birds, like at first, up. yeah, that that was clever. Did uh, you get the sense that Hyoga was like scared of birds or something? No. I thought that, I mean, he was surprised, but he looked really surprised. I thought maybe, I don't know. <laughs> maybe. Um, I I've been like completely checked out of this series for a while. Did, did the 
first guy ever come back? Is he did. Yes. Kaiju, yeah. Okay. He, yes. It took a while. It took a long time. I think the last time we really talked about this was probably over a year ago, but um, even then he wasn't back in it. But I think like a couple months ago, he got back into the main story. Yeah, like him and um, two, three, maybe girlfriend. four months ago. Yeah, yeah. And he did some stuff, but he's still not. I mean, Senku's still the main character. Yeah. I did think, and I, I have been enjoying this the whole time through. I've never really you know loved just it. loved it but i've never been like ew no why um but i guess and some my, of the depictions of the female characters make me go ew, they're a little you know why but yeah they're a little weird um their lips kind of freak me out sometimes yeah i think i did think sukasa's like heel turn was a little fast <laughs> like face turn heel turn heel turn is when you heel turn is when bad. you become bad okay sorry i thought heel turn was just a general term for like going Nah, nah. The other way. Heel and face. Okay, his face turn was like a little fast, and like his motivation was kind of dumb. But at least, at least it was resolved quickly. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, it was that his sister was uh, Sukasa's sister was like, I don't know, sick, and uh, but, but we found out that the stone being pres- being petrified actually could like cure you. Right. And that's how Senku survived early on from almost being killed. The one, one thing I did want to bring up, and this is me like analyzing a manga made for you know younger. Well, that's the caveat. People. We are for all of these. Yeah, it's always the caveat that yeah, this isn't like that's at least half of our podcast. At least, month, so. at least, sometimes it's the entire podcast. But the you know you did have that bit in there about like overpopulation, scarcity of resources, and all that. And I always kind of like a bit about anything where that's like a major theme and it's not like challenged critically. Um, But I did think it was good in this, at least with Senku's response to it is like, if that's the case, we'll just have to find a way to save all of them, to save everybody, even if resources are limited. And I'm like, okay, yeah, that's, that's good. I'm fine with that. I still don't like us all repeating this whole trope of like, oh, we're, running out of resources yeah I I feel like this is gonna sound like maybe a cop-out or an excuse for it but I do kind of feel like the way Dr. Stone uses ideas it's just it's literally just to propel things like I don't think I don't think the author is actually thinking like oh yeah we really have a population problem just just like I don't (laughs) think like the Russos did with Infinity War I don't think they really but you know yeah or or well I mean I guess Incredibles is a whole discussion people have but no, I get it though. I mean, oh, don't get me wrong. I, I don't think it's you. I'm not telling you to like shut up or anything. But um, yeah, I think, and also the fact that Senku kind of says like, "Well, no, we'll save everybody." It's yeah, like, kind of. Yeah. It, it redeemed. It was for me like when they first started talking about that. I was just kind of okay. But the way that Senku kind of responded, I, I was like, okay, that's fine. I feel that's like fine. I feel like it did take me a long time to like like Senku. I don't know why. Yeah, this, like he's this, not, that's a good point. This he, is, I thought I thought this was the first chapter that I liked I liked him. him, yeah. I thought this was like the first time in the series where I, I liked what he said. Because he's had a lot of moments like this where he's been like, look, it's power of science. And right. it was supposed to be touching. But I was like, meh. And like, this was the first time I thought, like, yeah, Senku's a pretty good guy. But he's kind of like a deadpan snarker most of the time. Yeah. So I think we'll round out this month uh, by talking about World Trigger. It's uh, back... After it was gone for roughly two years, um, I think maybe there were like one or two chapters in that time, but 
Maybe not. The Magica was uh, sick, I kinda, right? I kind of don't think Maybe. so. Yeah, I think he, he was having health yeah, issues. Yeah, he was having yeah, health I issues. Hope he's, I'm assuming he's good now. But, yeah. Um, um, they had a really good recap. In yeah, the- I, I thought it was great how... So they had like a three-page kind of recap of the story so far. And as well, I, I think still at the time that we're doing this recording and probably for a while longer after it goes live um the whole previous arc can be read online on viz's website i I might read it i think i think it goes away tomorrow okay Okay. (laughs) never mind whoops still it was a nice nice thing of them to do nice gesture for sure yeah zach and i both read not all of world trigger but we were reading it while it was actively being published I, i think maybe i read a year maybe a little yeah like a year or so's worth of chapters more than you um yeah i actually jumped on right before what they had available to read for this okay so like at the very end of the um invasion okay Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so i you know you mentioned zach that you had written your review for comic whereas i wrote my i did it i stepped in to write a do a short written review for the site and i had touched on this so i have some thoughts on it but i guess if you had anything that you thought from its return anything that particular stuck out stuck out to you you know not in particular i mean because this is very much still i it's kind of interesting because i already thought that this arc was very long when it ended right um that it had been going on for a very long time i mean it's all close to half the series yes so this this Uh, chapter is part of the previous Basically, it's, it's like, I mean, it's not starting a new arc. Right. It's, no, it's a continuation. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> well, okay, so this was the first chapter I've read in full of this manga. I kind of knew what it, what it was about um, based on just what Walters told me and just kind of through osmosis of pe- other people talking about it. Um, but, you know, I'm reading this and it's like a lot of strategizing, talking about maps, anti-sniper maps, and I'm like, is this like Overwatch or something? Is this like a like a first person shooter? Are they gonna have like two support, two tanks, two DPS? Because <laughs> they were talking about atta- attackers too. I was like, is this a video game? <laughs> uh, it is. You're not. Far it is off. very video gamey. Uh, see, I, gonna... I think of it more, and I I'm probably gonna regurgitate a lot of the review that I that's fine. Typed <laughs> up last night, um, but it, it reminds me more of like a strategy RPG. Um, something like XCOM, even though I've never actually played that. Um, but yeah, or, you know, Fire Emblem, Advance Wars. Oh, really? Okay. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> partially, that's because of the very slow pace the battles can have. Because, like, obviously, um, uh, it's a the the tactics is like a major focus. Like, that's if you don't like that, you're probably not going to like the series because that's like what. That's one of its goals, I would I would say is fair to say, to like have these intricate, detailed, tactical encounters. It's very tactical. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of time is spent with the characters thinking about and talking about the tactics. Yes, um, I did gather that. <laughs> and we definitely got like you know, this this chapter, it was very much for me, very much like a 
yep, World Trigger's back. <laughs> um, it, yeah, it's even funny. There was like a little joke of like, it's been a long time, I think. Yeah, and, like one of the characters. Well, that. I liked. I liked how the chapter ended with this, like, the, 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 the cliffhanger was like, okay, here, I'm going to tell you what the strategy is going to be. And it's like, oh, boy. I mean, okay, I'm not, I'm not trying to make fun of it, but it was just kind of, it was amusing to me that it kind of fit in with Walter, how Walter had described it before he just basically told me that it was just very explaining what was going on, kind of heavy. And, uh, I mean, that can be kind of, I guess... I don't know, maybe maybe an easy, or not an easy going, but like kind of a slower paced action manga is fine. Um, it, that's that's true. Yeah. That is That does make it different than not most of the other ones. To, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, and I will say like once it gets into like the actual um, matches, mm-hmm. I, it's always, I found it like extremely engaging yeah. and, and fun. Um, yeah. Th- those, those are the best. I, I feel, I, I feel like, you know, when I'm reading chapters like this one, it's kind of like, oh yeah, do I really like this? But then, like, but then I get <laughs> Come to on, like you when it when it, of the end. Yeah, read in the past tense. Don't I more? <laughs> uh, there, like, when it gets to like, as you said, when it gets to the heat of it, I'm like, okay, that's right. This is really good. Um, so, and and you know, I don't want to, I don't want to like overstate. Like, I I didn't think this chapter was bad by any um yeah i thought it was good i thought it, i thought it was fairly interesting i i feel that like kind of having it at the beginning in fact like i, I don't mind when they have these kind of like talking sessions beforehand that like kind of makes sense for me it's more the fights during these training sessions where they like add in like announcers to like you know <laughs> a bit much maybe yeah it, clearly just an excuse to continue to slow things down um have someone commenting on everything yeah so i yeah i didn't mind this so much yeah yeah that that's one of the things too about this series is that the, the cast is so yes. large and they're constantly introducing characters like new characters from different teams mm-hmm. oh my god <laughs> and things like that yeah, yeah. um i i barely remembered a few of these characters um yeah it's kind of overwhelming yeah i looked at it just now and it's like as i was reading it i was getting okay and i know i've just started reading this i'm sure people feel the same way about one piece but like you know it's just like there's a page of just like i think like five or six character names on the page introductions and their role in their name and or and and their age and i'm like oh my god (laughs) yeah Uh, And, and i think that it's a difficult thing a difficult kind of tightrope to walk because at this as well, his style is kind of subtle and I, I like it. It's cute. Oh, I, I think the art's great. Yeah. Um, but I think that both in terms of I talked in my review about the expressions that the expressions, except for like every now and then where they like to kind of do like cutesy kind of faces, yeah. but but the expressions can be pretty subtle, and when it works, it works really well. But sometimes. Um, instead, it just kind of ends up with people like having a bit of a blank face. Yeah, um, yeah, I could see that. Likewise, I don't think it's necessarily that the characters like look. I, this this is going to sound like contradictory. I don't think the characters really look the same, but they can. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> like, like there might be certain panels where somebody looks like somebody else. Yeah, a little bit. Like I, like I said, I think it's. 
it comes down to like a sort of a subtlety, a lighter touch, both in terms of expression and in terms of that, like, yeah, I, I think that there are the characters like differ in slight ways. Yeah. And that's good. And it like kind yeah, of. Yeah, they don't have the same face. Certainly not. But at the same time, there's just like a kind of similar feel to them that it like, okay, here's a different way of explaining it. That also will probably sound silly. They don't look the same, but they feel like they do. I think I'm getting you. I think I'm, I'm, I'm trying. I'm I've, I've, been, I've been trying. I've been, yeah. Picking up what you're putting down. I don't, I don't know if either of you get that feeling as well. But. The, the art style is like deceptive. Yes, I think, for sure. I think um, maybe like I like they all have different hair, right? But I could kind of see that characters where I'm like, wait, is that that guy? I don't know why I'm thinking that they have different faces. But like, yeah, I guess maybe they're maybe what you're saying is like some of them, not all of them, but some of them are like not that different as different from each other as you would think. And then you're in situations where you're like, is that that guy or this guy? Right. I guess that was uh, basically just repeating what you said, but Hey, I, either way, I th- you know, I still think it's the book's great. Um, they're definitely worse offenders in that <laughs> respect. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm glad it's back even though I have plenty of jokes to make about the, all right, let's talk forever about what we're going to do and then when the actual fight's happening i'm going to think about what we're doing and yeah but i I mean that that's at the same time that's part of its charm too fair enough so emily you were not reading it before do you think you'll continue with it yeah from this chapter yeah i think so i might uh i don't know like part of me when i was reading this like kind of made me want to read some more of it i don't know why just because like the descriptions of the past chapters um, sounded pretty interesting. Like, I don't know why, I don't know if you know this yet, but like, I don't know why the, the, what's his name? Yomu? The, uh, this guy? Yeah. Their neighbor, uh, the neighbor that's on their side. Like, why is he fighting with them? Is there a reason for that? Uh, I forget. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I think he's like, yeah, I don't remember. He's like good on their team. Okay. But he's kind of like a ghoul. And I guess... <laughs> yeah. Well, except he doesn't eat people, but well, they, they do destroy... It says they destroy everything. I guess <laughs> a quick... Not not to talk about it too much longer, but a quick thing I, w- I did want to add about it is that I think I have a similar criticism of this as I do of My Hero Academia hmm. in that, like, when it's just the, like, main story, so to speak, when it's them, like, fighting the invaders and such... It's really good, and I, but since we've gotten some of that, like the the stuff going on at the like academy and such, that's fine. But I don't. That's not really what I want to be reading, you know. Right. I I kind of feel the same way. Even though I haven't read a lot of that stuff, I read the tail end of it, and yeah, and and it is kind of like oh. I wish this was maybe that yeah. That, that's I think um, its main weakness. Mm. Okay, but, sorry. His name is Yuma. Yuma. That's sorry, right. I, I I hate getting names wrong. I not like me. <laughs> <laughs> See, if you don't remember the names at all, then you can't get them wrong. 
you just, just say you just kind of pause before you say then you have me or zach fill in who you were talking about or you know just say like oh that guy with the glasses mm. falcon-headed guy from my hero academia all right well he's very yeah cool. i, I like remember it's weird how with my hero academia i remember some of the names really well and some i cannot remember for the life of me like even if it's a really short mm-hmm. two-syllable name like so yeah zach and i both have too much space in our brains taken up by superheroes D- like dc comics dc and marvel and just knowing like oh yeah this person's alias is this and so on and so forth. Well, my brain is taken up by like extraneous side characters from One Piece who I just can't forget and probably will never come back to the story. But like, you know, if they ever do, that's when that information will become useful again. And you never know. Useful. We all have series like that where it's like, yep, I, I know way too much about this. So, Absolutely. All right. Well, well I think that's a, there were some other things in, this month, of course, but those seem to be the highlights for this month. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We can catch up on some other stuff yeah. next time. We'll uh, probably. Boruto's still good if you all were wondering. We, we, we can have the Boruto corner be like a special. Um, yeah. Little spin off. I, I can report it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I guess we'll we'll probably talk more about like One Piece and Food Wars next month. Uh, yeah, there have been some good stuff happened in there. But we just felt like we wanted to spend more time on like the comic and uh, Doctor Stone and. And Winter. we'll probably next time still talk about the comic a lot. Yeah, we will. Assuming it's, it's just as good. Unless they just, I don't know. I don't know how they could drop the ball at this point. Unless it just gets really really stupid or something. But I don't think so. So we'll be back next month to talk about Pluto, Pluto by Naoki Urasawa. We're going to attempt to get through the whole thing. Mm-hmm. One of us already has. Um, well, way to spoil it. <laughs> now it feels like I'm cheated. No, no, no. <laughs> um, so we'll be back to talk about that. And as well, November in Weekly Shonen Jump. Yeah. Um, you can find us all on twitter again we are for one we are all back including myself i was gone for a while i think you've been back yeah but maybe they didn't hear last episode i don't don't think we dropped our names last time yeah (laughs) i don't think anyone really talks no one's really contacted me anyway so yeah (laughs) i don't know if anyone follows me through this probably not but just in case zach i am at wilker fox I am at Cosmos, of course. And I am at Goodbye to a Shoe. Um, (laughs) You ever seen a guy say goodbye to a shoe? Yes, once. (laughs) And that is on Twitter, of course. Yeah. Don't attempt to follow me anywhere else. I will block you. Anyway, good night, everybody. Good night.